0: Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody to another edition of Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Every single one of you who listen all around the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so one of the number one questions I get while hosting this show, I get emailed this at least a few times a week, is how you get started in a career working with animals. I have a lot of young people who reach out and say, listen, my dream is to work with animals. I want to either become a vet or I want to become a zookeeper. Tell me. How do you do it? I want to know the tips, the tricks, what to do, what not to do, this and that. And so today on the show, I thought the perfect person to join me and discuss all these things is zookeeper and content creator, Jungle Jordan. Now, his name might sound familiar. He's very active on YouTube and Instagram. We actually connected on Instagram a few years ago, and it was funny, we realized during this conversation, like, wow, this is the first time we actually talked face to face. And it was like, oh my God, this is crazy. We were both like, Wait, what? So it seems like I've known Jordan for a few years, but this is actually our first conversation. And I asked him to come up with some questions, like his top 5 questions he gets asked, you know, being a zookeeper. He gave me like I think over 14 questions, and then I think we actually, I don't know, we got to like 6 or 7 during the interview. And the conver- you know, the conversation just takes off and it goes many different directions, and as you know, that's kind of how these interviews go, but I really 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 enjoyed it. I think a lot of you are going to get value out of this interview especially for those who want to work with animals. Now if you are listening and you're like, "Oh my gosh, Corbin, I don't really want to become a zookeeper. Maybe this doesn't apply to me." It does. It applies to anyone wanting to work, I, you know, I, personally, I believe in an animal related field. So, I know you are going to enjoy it. We laughed a lot during this interview and it was cool. It was kind of cool talking to a buddy and just talking the zookeeping world and talking the animal world. As always, before we get started, please make sure to subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating if you do enjoy the show. I really, really appreciate it. Also, share it with friends and family or anyone who might love to learn about animals or learn about, uh, you know, a career working with animals, what it's like. There is a lot of insight in all of these episodes and obviously this episode. And I encourage you to join us on Thursday nights for Animal Nights Live. It is my live animal late night show. We've been going on for, I think we're almost at like 18 minutes. 19 weeks. This is crazy. Basically, since this whole COVID thing, I started doing a late night show in my house and it's turned into this thing where people are now watching the show around the world. And we've had animals from a camel, a wallaby, a giant tegu, a a rattlesnake. You guys, we've had a bunch of fun stuff on the show. So check that out. Animal Nights Live airs every Thursday live on my Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at 8 Mountain. 10 p.m. Eastern. All right. With that said, you guys, let's get to it. Please welcome to the show Jungle Jordan. What's going on, man? How's it going?
1: Pretty good. Uh, you know, a little, little tired, but uh, I'm awake. I'm ready to go. You're tired. Excited to see you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see you too. And it was so funny. It's funny because we like know each other through Instagram, but this is like the first time we're talking face to face
1: it really is
0: <laughs> oh, oh crap you actually just like roll you like looked the other way and i was like oh wait have we talked before no i'm pretty sure it's the first no you're time. right
1: no you no, you're right this is this is literally the first time that's crazy
0: welcome to the show tell my listeners a little bit about yourself you're you know very active on you know instagram on youtube i'm sure a lot of my listeners already know you but for those who are unfamiliar just a brief bio of yourself to uh kind of get us up to date
1: so my name is Jordan Veasley. I go uh, by Jungle Jordan on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all the, all the social media accounts. Even TikTok. I have a TikTok now. Wait, wait, um, hold on.
0: But TikTok, I someone told me it might get banned. What do you think about that?
1: Oh, that's going away. It's it's gone. We're not going to be able to. You know, I'm fine with it, and I'm sure the U.S. is going to ban it from, you know, really? from us. I do agree. I actually do think it's gonna happen, oh, um, just crap. with all the Chinese government and everything going on with that. It's it's that's that's uh, kind of scary, but you know, hey, move on to the next app.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. I just was like, oh crap. Like TikTok, you might as well get that plug in before it's gone. Yeah.
1: It's it's going away. Um. But anyway, yeah. So I am a zookeeper and wildlife educator, and I use social media to basically get the word out there about wildlife conservation. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty much the the brief of, of who i am uh i i was kind of like when i first started social media i used it to make to, to mostly focus on zookeeper information mm-hmm. uh like to help zookeepers become zookeepers and uh, you know just just explain to people what zookeepers are and who we who we are but i've i have more of a focus now on uh conservation, um, which I've always cared about conservation, but, you know, I I do love still talking about zoos and what they do for conservation. And I'm also big on diversity in the animal care community.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important on several points. I mean, raising awareness. First of all, I like what you said about zoos and how active they are with conservation, because we are in this world where there are a lot of people who love zoos, but there are a lot of people who like hate zoos and want to see them shut down.
1: And, and, you know, with that, I I just feel like what I like to do personally is have, you know, conversations with these people to help them better understand what we do and why we're here. Yes, a lot of zoos got their initial start many, 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 many years ago Mm -hmm. with the thought of uh, entertainment, with the thought of, hey, let's go grab these animals and just show it off to people. But that's not what zoos are about now, you know. Times have changed, values have changed, and 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 adapted and be, you know involved and become better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, man, I think the biggest thing that I always like to say is just the amount of money that just AZA accredited zoos alone donate to conservation. It's insane. Like it's didn't they? Wasn't it like a quarter of a billion since when they started the Safe Program? It's like some ridiculous amount of money that just all went back to saving wild animals and wild habitats.
1: You know, I don't know the exact numbers on that, but I do know that they, there's a lot of conservational efforts like, going yeah. on. Like even, even I actually even helped with a couple of them in involved with zoos. Uh, like mm-hmm. when I was at Winnie Park Zoo, I uh-huh. used to help with the Western Pond Turtle Project. Nice. And yeah, and so that was cool. So we, I got to help basically raised those turtles until they were too big to be eaten by bullfrogs and then helped re-release them and because the bullfrogs over here are invasive just mm. like almost everywhere in the united states
0: mm. yeah dude <laughs> so, we have one in my five one in my yeah my pond that's eating all my goldfish yeah. i'm so mad oh no yeah oh no well, i'm so happy you mentioned that because a lot of zoos, so when you think of zoos, a lot of people think of iconic animals like your elephants, your gorillas, your rhinos. Right. But that's so cool that you were like participating in something about, you know, Western pond turtle that a lot of people are kind of like, you know, it's not that iconic species, but they're still right. actively participating in that.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, there, pe- that's the thing. People, when they go to zoos, like you said, they really want to see the, the the big hitters. They want to see the rhinos, the elephants, the, the lions, you know, but – They tend to forget about all these other small creatures that play a huge role in their own ecosystems. Like turtles, they are, you know, helpful in in showing when an environment is, you know, healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are – they're not fully like an indicator species like a lot of frogs are, whereas if you have a healthy uh, ecosystem for for stream habitat – you will have frogs and a lot of different smaller invertebrates and things mm-hmm. like that living there as well, because um, you know the frogs they absorb, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff through their skin. Yeah, they breathe through their you know, skin. Or you know, water through their skin. through their skin. So, and if they're if the water is bad quality, they're gonna leave. So, mm-hmm. you know, with the addition of frogs there, you know that they're doing well. But yeah, like. Heavy. I've worked with a lot of heavy hitters. <laughs> I've worked with a lot of those big name animals, uh-huh. but I've also worked with the small animals. You know that that not as many people care about, like the reptiles. Yeah. I'm, I'm big into else
0: yeah and i have to tell you one of my favorite parts because i started following you on instagram and i'm telling you what when you're at the woodland park zoo and you'd always say hello to the hippos and i'm just like a sucker for him i don't for some reason i'm obsessed with hippos and i'm like oh hippos. i'm like post a photo it could be i could just it could be it yeah i love them man that's so cool you're able to work with them
1: yeah you know i haven't uh i haven't because i left that zoo uh back in september mm-hmm. so i haven't seen them in a while but even when I was there, I think the thing as a zookeeper, I didn't take very many photos of the animals I worked with, and I felt I felt kind of kind of bad about that. But mm-hmm. I just I think when I was working with them, I was just so just too busy just focused on <laughs> being with yeah. the animal, you know, and i and but I learned that I, it's I want to share, you know what yeah. I'm doing. And later on in my career, that's when I started taking more photos. and it's like, hey, you know, this is what I do, you know, and and one big thing that I do is I go and talk to people mm-hmm. at the zoo. Mm-hmm. I love walking around and just chatting it up.
0: Uh-huh uh yeah that's awesome man that's so cool i know do you kind of kick yourself though back in the day because i do the same thing where yes. i'm like man i wish i would have filmed this i would i didn't i was i'm gonna be honest i was very late to the social media game i just was i'm old school i'm just kind of like ah you know in the past couple of years i've been focusing on it but man there's yeah. so many things i'm like man i wish i would have gotten a video of that like god has tiktok yeah. written all over it
1: what <laughs> one of my favorite favorite pictures i have was when I caught a, a racer, uh-huh. a colubra constrictor. It's uh-huh. a it's a beautiful, fast snake. Yep. And I I didn't I we This is not that long ago. It's like maybe 2011. Yeah, <laughs> back in the still, day. It's a little longer yeah. way now. But I caught this thing, and we didn't really have. I mean, we had iPhones back then, but they weren't like as quick and as cool as what we have now. Mm-hmm. And I think. I feel like we did get a video, but it's super grainy. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell what it is. And I just wish I would have been able to, you know, film more of my excursions.
0: Yeah. I think it is kind of cool, though. Back in the day though that you were able to just soak in the moment with the hippos. Cause now yeah. I feel like we're so like on our phones and we're like, oh, I have to capture this. And my wife even gets so mad at me sometimes because I'm just always like, well, We have to do this and that. And it's just like, man, sometimes you just need to like take a break. And so I'm I'm trying to work on that because if everything I do, I'm like, this would be such a cool video, you know?
1: Yeah, I was talking talking to, to Lauren. Uh Well, who, Lauren's uh,
0: Wildlife, yes.
1: Yes. I was talking to Lauren about this, and uh I feel like Honestly, I feel like I've gotten dumber over <laughs> the years because of my phone, like, like, like you know, because we're so used to Googling everything. Like, I, I yeah. think my, my just the memory is just gone. I can't recall things anymore. Like, it takes me a lot longer to say, hey, I used to know this. What oh, is this? And so yeah. I have to, like, I, I immediately go to Google now. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of unfortunate.
0: That's like me in chemistry and math, dude. I couldn't give you. <laughs> I, like I don't remember any. It's all
1: gone. It's all gone.
0: Yeah. Well, and it is kind of crazy too, because we live in this world where everyone is an expert and everyone has a phone. So when we are doing videos or doing stuff on YouTube or stuff. You do, you do have to fact check because there's always that one. Per- <laughs> You're like rolling your eyes. There is that one person who always has to say, and there's, I have, you know, multiple people. I got flack the other day for releasing a turtle wrong on the road. And I am just like wanting to scream through my phone. And I just, I didn't say anything. Look, I was not, no. I know. Right. Can I say there?
1: God. <laughs> there's, there's look, I, I made, I made a, uh, what did I make? I made a, uh, a, a primate video about how to tell between a monkey and an ape, right? Uh-huh. And you know, it was a very, it was a quick TikTok video, so sure. I can't give them every bang, 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 sure, all sure. of this. Sure, sure. And I try, I try to cater towards the wider audience, so yes. everyone can understand, right? Yes. And because I didn't add a couple of facts in there, some people were like, "Well, that's not. I mean, <laughs> I mean you, didn't, you didn't say this. Why didn't you say this?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry." I'd like to say it, but I just, Uh, I didn't have time. I had 20 seconds. I
0: can't tell you everything. Dude, that happens to me all the time. Or someone will email me, they'll see me on the Today Show and be like, actually, and it's just like, oh, and it's just like my, and I think that they're not trying to be rude, but it's just like, come on, we're not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. How did that go, by the way? I don't know if we can
0: talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about it. It went went great. The Today Show went great. I live out in the country, so the internet connection is like so sketchy, and we got great internet, which is awesome. But right before the segment, it just like decided to go its own direction. So there are points where I do look a little bit like I'm in the witness protection program. (laughs) But hold on. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. But you can see the animals, and that's what people care about. So I'm excited. Yes, it did go good. <laughs> it was. I'm used to in studio stuff, but uh, no, the people could see the animals, and you know it was cool. To, I mean, I think the bigger animals, like the camel, people got to yeah. see that, which was really really cool.
1: So did you did you showcase the wallaby as well?
0: Yep, 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 yep. We did nice. that, and you know we're all. I think that's a great point you brought up. All trying to adapt to this new life of just coronavirus stuff, right? Like lockdown. Oh Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how has that been going for you?
1: Well, for me, I've definitely increased uh, live streams, uh, you know, like at the zoo that I work at now, I'm in charge of social media. And luckily, our zoo was open now. But while we were closed, I had to create this uh, live stream video program called Zoo to You. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just a way to get, you know, people involved while they were at home in mm-hmm. quarantine, mm-hmm. you know, cause the zoo can't shut down, you know, we yeah. have animals to feed, we got animals to take care of. So we're always going to be there. And, and for me, I feel like I was definitely kind of pushing myself really hard to, to crank out videos from my own, from my own, yeah. you know, my own page and i definitely was tired i'm 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 starting to, to slow down now which is good like things are starting to normalize themselves out a little bit yeah but you know keeping people engaged was was a was a big deal for me yeah
0: I tell you what, everybody and their mother was going live on Instagram. <laughs> like, <when> it, <laughs> like it was just everyone, like, it's everybody. Down. It is
1: slowed down. It, but. it
0: has a little bit, but I still. It's you know, but it's been a good way to connect with people right. around the world. We're just trying, we're just trying to just adjust, and I don't even know if things are going to get back to normal. And like, I, I don't think
1: so, man. I, I don't. It's so I mean,
0: depressing, I... but you're probably so right.
1: Well normal is not going to be even normal anymore. It's um, going to be a new normal. And yeah. I'm worried.
0: Yeah. And you know, I don't even I don't even I try to block out the news too. I s I when I when this first hit, I would watch the news every morning, but then like it started getting so like depressing and I just was like I have to stop And then even like earlier before my today segment, I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch the news. And it was like, it was our local Idaho news. And it was like more deaths of the coronavirus. It was like, Oh my God. It's just this, this, I,
1: I, you know, I love, I love being in America. I do. I love the U S but we're, we're way behind on, on controlling this, this virus, you know, or at least managing it better. I, I think I get, we have freedoms and everything, but I feel like, we just need to care about others more, and you know, you know, just just little things like wearing the face mask is such a mm. huge deal. Or you know, I don't, and I feel bad because everyone, like all these businesses, you know, basically are being forced to open, you know, because they have to make they have to yeah. make their living.
0: Oh, there's my dog. I told you something would go wrong. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't hear it until, until just now. Did um, you hear it? Sorry, the UPS I person. I just heard it. Oh, you know, that's a good luck thing, though. When she barks, it's like the cameo, so it's fine. We'll just let it go.
1: <laughs> oh, I, no, I, I'm what actually, I have my door closed up so, so my cats can't make the appearance. <laughs> They're probably sleeping anyway. So that's what they do, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry that Zoe no, had to interrupt you.
1: I, I don't want to, because I don't want to bring down the vibes too much. You know, it's just very sad.
0: It is. It is. And. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just switch. Yeah. Well, we'll turn around the vibes. I think we're all adapting, which I think is just fantastic. And that's, that's what you have to do during this time. And I think that trying to be positive, I mean, cause you can look at it in two different ways. You could be super depressed and down, or you could look at this as an opportunity and just go with it, you know? So 100%. Okay. So I'm excited today because you're a zookeeper and you're the f- perfect person. I asked you, it was funny because at first I was like, I was going to message you and be like, what are your top five, like most asked questions being a zookeeper? And then you sent me like a list of 14. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> this is awesome. And, <clears throat> Seriously, though, a lot of people, young people listen to this show and they, first of all, like number one question is how do you get started with animals? You know, that whole thing. And they asked me all these questions and I thought you would be the perfect person to come on the show. You've been in the industry for a while and answer these questions and let's just get into them. And I thought that would be awesome.
1: So. And how I, and did I, I have, get into animals?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, how? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. How did you get into animals, Jordan? And then I actually took a screenshot because there were so many I didn't want to write them down. So hold on. So I'm not if you if if, if you're wondering, I'm not like looking at my phone, not paying attention. I no, gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, no, good. I, I'm not like looking on Instagram I, as you're talking. I just I have was your actually list. gonna
1: pick up. I was trying. I was gonna try to find the list too, but <laughs> here it
0: is. Okay, okay. Do you want me to do this? Okay. Do you want me to go What's through the... them? Okay. The first, read one, the first one. for me. Okay. The first one. Did you have to go to school to become a zookeeper?
1: Oh, you don't have to go in order unless you want to.
0: Oh, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Whatever you want to do. Um, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's it. Next question. No. Next question. Okay, next question. That's it. (laughs) Uh, Yes.
1: So I definitely had to go to school. I had a, I got a college degree, a bachelor's of science. Mm -hmm. Um, now most zoos prefer that you have a Bachelors of Science in some form of life science. Mm-hmm. Um, so biology, zoology, those are like usually the main typical ones. Um, but you can have almost anything in science, like uh, psychology. There's a big uh, a big focus on animal behavior in psychology. Um, my degree is here. It's a long one. Here you go environmental science resource management wildlife conservation with a minor in quantitative science
0: damn that sounds good oh my (laughs) god that needs to be on your instagram bio that's okay hold on one more time one more time i just it sounds so good because mine's just a general biology go ahead
1: environmental science resource management wildlife conservation with a minor in quantitative science
0: Wow, that's good. Yeah, that sounds great, man. That's, yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's a little excessive. So usually I just say wildlife conservation. There you go.
0: That's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, but there's some people, or you could go like you know Jack Hanna went the political science route. Yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to have
1: you know an animal related degree. Um, I've had coworkers with English degrees. Yep. You know, so yeah, it's just. But that, those, I feel like those are the main ones that on, like, uh, zoo applications, they are looking specifically for a bachelor's Bachelor of Science is what they'll say. Unless you get your foot in the door somehow yep. and you meet some people and say, hey, I have an art degree. Yep. But I've done all this stuff with animals. Can I get a – can I get a – can I get some – some help Could here. Could someone throw yeah. me a
0: bone? It, yeah, I feel like that happens with a lot of the old keepers because a lot of the keepers yes. I used to work with, they don't even have degrees, but it's because they've been doing it for a hundred years and they know their stuff. No, seriously, those old keepers no. never die. And it's like, when are you no. going to leave your darn job to open up for other people?
1: that is a huge issue, Corbin. That's that's people. a huge, really old.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about it. You mean old people just not leaving their jobs? That's an <laughs> issue? yes. Let's talk about
1: it. Well, no, no. The the is okay. We I love old people. No, I think the problem is is a lot of them join the 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 career really late in life, Mm -hmm. and so they don't have you know, and because you don't get very much money working as a zookeeper. I hope people understand that. No, some some people don't. Well, so zookeeping, you guys, is not the job you get into for money. It is the job you get into because you have a passion for caring for wildlife and animals mm-hmm. and, and caring for our planet. Um so you don't get much money, so that's it takes a lot longer to save for retirement. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these keepers are in it because, you know, a lot of them either don't have money for retirement or they just got into it real late, you know? Like some some of these got into got into it in their thirties and their forties. Mm-hmm. You know, like I started in the field I don't know you started caring for animals at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I was I think 11, when Mm -hmm. I became a volunteer at the zoo. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't a thing that that my mom kind of pushed for that. There's a whole story behind that though, so it's a long story.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's great though that you got your foot in the door. I, um, I was denied Oh man, it's so funny. I've ran into her since then. Like, you know, have you ever had that moment? Like, look at me now type of a thing. Cause oh, you, yeah. know, oh, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, Oh, you know, you thought I wasn't good enough to be a keeper or a volunteer. I was denied when I think I was 12 or 13 and I got in through a weird way, just kind of long story, just kind of like with you. But, uh, yeah I just yeah yeah once again, I, I think that um a lot of it takes persistence, and you know there's a lot of rejection, sure, you know, as you know, but so back on to the old people, <laughs> I guess I didn't really realize there probably is an issue of people not wanting to leave their jobs. The issue is not them
1: leaving. the issue is that there isn't the opportunity for many new keepers to come in. Mm. Because a lot of zoos are what's called destination zoos, mm-hmm. which Woodland Park is one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have very many openings because once people go there – and a lot of people will, will will come out of the state to go to the zoo, right? Mm-hmm. And so once they come, they stay because it's a, it's a well-paying zoo for, for zoos' sake. It's a well-paying zoo. They have pretty good benefits, and they have a great animal collection so you know there's a lot of things that are keeping people to stay even though it's expensive in seattle it is oh. very expensive to live in seattle
0: yeah i i just want to say woodland park zoo man that's a beautiful zoo i've been a few beautiful. times oh my god I've, I've been a few times i even went during christmas time when they had the light you know the holiday lights dude just a beautiful zoo what
1: a beautiful place uh it's i mean it's my my home zoo it's where i grew up and and uh You know, it 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 was very sad for me to leave, for me to go and explore new avenues and different positions, and uh, it definitely hurt.
0: Can I ask why you wanted to leave, or is that personal? Or no,
1: no, no, no. Because I wasn't considered a full time employee. Mm. I wasn't a a benefited employee. Um, I left a decent job to go there because they were offering, uh, you know, temporary, what, what they call temp positions, but Mm -hmm. it's just like a part-time keeper. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's cause I I was back and forth with that zoo and they, they just wouldn't, they just didn't hire me for a full-time position and I didn't want to wait anymore. And so I said, Hey, I'm going to go here and see what, how this goes as a brand new position that I'm at a smaller zoo called Cougar mountain zoo, um, where I do, so I'm in charge of social media. I help with the ambassador animals. I uh, help with, so I do outreach. So I go to schools, mm-hmm. talk to kids, and all these different things that I've always wanted to do. Like the outreach thing is huge. Where at the park zoo, they I didn't get that opportunity, mm-hmm. and that's one one of my favorite things is talk to people about animals. Mm-hmm. And as a zookeeper, my main focus is supposed to be on caring for the animals, which I love to do. Yeah, but I love talking you will buy animals
0: yeah i have a lot of respect for you for doing that because i feel like there are so many people in your in your same position i mean you can't i mean here's the deal you only live once right you can't right. wait forever for this position to open up and it's like if that position is not serving you to i mean to your full potential like you want to educate people you just took probably a scary plunge i'm assuming you left your comfort zone right
1: oh it was a big leap and and i didn't i didn't really it it definitely took me a a while to make this decision, but I, I did it, and uh, I feel like a lot of good has come from it. I am learning some different different uh, different skills, um, and 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 it's I think it's gonna be a nice thing to have on my resume.
0: Yeah, absolutely, very cool. And I like I said, I'm keepers around the country, around the world, go through the same same thing. That's the thing. Oh, that's a good thing to talk about too, right? Because. The jobs very, very competitive. Oh, <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. Okay, let, so, let's talk about that.
1: So people, people around the country. Okay, I'm trying. How do I put this into numbers here? So let's say there's a job position. There's a position open at Willow Park, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's for a somewhat undefined area at least they don't they don't define it on the application of what area it's for in the zoo Mm -hmm. they just say oh it's a general keeper position right so that means that just adds another layer usually keepers like to specialize in certain animals but then you have people like me i'm a very general kind of guy i like to do it all Mm -hmm. except uh, aquatics and and some, I'm not that big into to bird keeping. I like birds, but I'm not really a bird keeper. But that's the thing: you'll have one position open. Thousands of application will come in in like a couple days. Mm. Like, uh, well, definitely hundreds. Like maybe yeah, yeah. by the weeks in probably over like probably a thousand if they left it open. Mm-hmm. So they have to they have to go through a lot of applications, and so that that just lowers your chance of getting the job and it's just for one spot
0: yeah for one spot people don't and it's so funny because well it's not funny if you're a keeper but there's i've had keeper friends say that they've heard the public go up to their kids and say look at that keeper there that's why you get a college degree or you could end up doing something like that and it's like okay. <laughs> it's like I they <laughs> they've worked you worked so hard To get there and it's not as easy as being like – I mean I'm going to say the San Diego Zoo because when you're a kid, it's like, oh, that's the top zoo, right? Like I'm going to one day work the San Diego Zoo. It's like it's not as easy as that. Like you work your way up and it's just – and you have to be willing to move across the country.
1: Right. And that's the thing. It's not so easy for some people to move like for me. Mm -hmm. I, I've Every zoo I've worked at is right here in Washington. That's great. I got lucky. I got lucky, seriously. Um I every place that I applied to, I eventually got a job there, um, which great. is really nice. Uh, and you know, that's thing. Some people don't have the funds and the means to be able to move out of you know out of their home
0: yeah. state. Yeah, or they like go somewhere. I mean, that they don't want to. I don't know if you heard uh, Zookeeper Johnny's interview, but like she had to, she had to work in Texas, and she's yeah. like, I hate the heat. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm never going back to this godforsaken place.
1: <laughs> no, I lo- I love Johnny. It's funny because she's what in Nashville right now. Yeah, she's in Nashville. So it's, it's like it's still hot there. Like, <laughs> yeah, but they I think
0: they have better food too. Yeah, she said anyway, right. the Nashville scene is amazing, but she said it was so hot. But that's something she had to do. I think for two and a half, three years. To have to you know busting that out, so yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, I'm gonna get back to your questions here. This is I love talking, Zeus. Oh, okay. From a guest, what is your favorite animal?
1: Uh, well, I think it's funny. I feel like some of your some of your followers might know this answer because I talk about them nonstop. Uh, I love cheetahs. Yep. I love, 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 love cheetahs. Like they're even on one of my face masks. Uh,
0: Oh, nice! (laughs) Yeah,
1: even though this one's kind of the—they don't have their face stripe for some reason. Whoever made this didn't really get the right print, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But I love cheetahs, and I—you know—a funny story about that is I've never actually worked with cheetahs. Really? I've never actually worked with them, but I just have always loved them, and I. I can't really tell you why. I just love the their abilities. Yeah. I love that they're a cat, but more like a dog. I love how fast they are. Of course, everyone knows that about cheetahs, right? They're yeah. fastest land animal on yeah. on the planet. But they're just amazing, they're beautiful creatures.
0: Have you ever listened to the um, Oh my god, uh, Keeper Chat podcast?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: <clears throat> oh my god. So they crushed me cuz i love cheetahs too right but then yeah. their their cheetah episode and i'm i don't know if they listen to my show but when they said that they're dumber than a box of rocks it killed me <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's something i i first found that out gosh i don't know i don't remember where maybe a, it was a, it was a, it was a while ago and yeah. that was I was devastated too. I was like, "Oh, they're done."
0: I was <laughs> like, "Really?" I was like, "Are you sure?" And then I've asked no, other people. They're stupid. like, "No, they're they're not very smart." <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I've I've actually I've met quite a few people that have worked with cheetahs. Like, uh, you talked to her, Andy.
0: Andy, Andy Panda. Andy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Name. So, Andy Hogan. That's her name. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. uh Talked to her about them, and you know, there's 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 uh something missing a little bit there, but you know, it's it's fine. They're okay. They're still cool. They're beautiful. She posts some of these videos where they'll just be purring and then they'll just be drooling at the same time. I feel like uh, most cats are a little more elegant than that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think I think they're so cool. Do you have a least favorite animal?
1: Yeah, when I was a kid, um, and I'm okay with them now, but as a kid, I was absolutely terrified of moths. Yes, (laughs) I was. I used to call them creatures of the night um, because I would take out the trash. My mom would make me take out the trash in the middle of the night, and I'd go out there because I was scared of the dark, too. Mm -hmm. So I used to run to the garbage can, drop it off, run back to the house, and the porch light would be on, Mm -hmm. and you go to open the door, and then... All of a sudden, like these moths, just trying to come right at you. Like uh, anything that flies sporadically towards your face freaks me out. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with butterflies. I'm fine with bees. I'm not scared of any of those, but moths. Ugh.
0: Man, we have some I'm, giant yeah. hawk ones in Idaho. I don't think you'd like. They're huge. I mean, they look. Oh my god! My wife thought they, it was a it was a hummingbird the other day, and I was like, No, honey, that's a moth.
1: There, <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> um, I <laughs> Uh, how fast is the, the wing, the wing beat for them? Like, is it, is it fast, Super like, fast? Like a moth moth? Super or like fast. Slow? Super okay, fast
0: good. to where Thank I you. was like, wait, is that a hummingbird? Cause I was like, this is a big, I was wait, 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 wait What is it? No, it was a moth. Isn't bird. that amazing? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Just insane? And oh they're doing God. the
0: same thing as a hummingbird. You know, they're pollinating the flowers and stuff. It right. was on her little lilac, but yeah, it yeah. was massive, massive. Yeah.
1: Not that I hate them. As a kid, I was scared of them. Um, I don't think I, mosquitoes are are an animal that I actually hate. Yeah. They, the, I I had to think about this in all sincerity. I had a conversation with someone about them because I was trying to think what do they add to the environment. But what they do is they help keep some populations in check by killing them
0: <laughs> oh god i i yeah. i was gonna say they're like a food supply but yeah that would make sense so too. that that as well because because yeah. bats
1: bats take them out quickly yeah yeah. but you know without being food without like what else would they be and they they do keep some populations in check and it's very unfortunate even humans like they're the
0: deadliest yeah. of them all yeah yeah oh Fair- my god oh terrifying yeah. okay yeah <laughs> i would say that and probably ticks for me too i found a What did I do? I found a tick on my ear the other day. It was, dude, it was awful. Like I was like, what is this? And it was like, oh, I'm getting chills. Like it just, it was a nice big old tick.
1: So we have them here, but I still haven't yet to encounter one, even though I've been out and, you know, out walking around. And we have them in Eastern Washington, a little bit in Central Washington too, but I don't usually see them.
0: Oh, but man.
1: Uh, yeah, I know what they can do.
0: Well, check your private parts if you do go right. out. No, I'm, se- <laughs> I'm serious. Dude, it is terrifying. They are everywhere. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we talked about animals we did not like. So, what is your favorite animal to work with?
1: You know what? I really have always found fun and fascinating, even though I'm a big cat guy. Mm-hmm. And I've worked with a lot of animals, and not mostly mammals, and some reptiles, mm. birds here and there. Um, but that's almost everything. Whatever. Shh. Um, I am obsessed with river otters, North American oh. river otters. I love just how intelligent they are, how social they are, how willing to interact with you. You yeah. know, and they're so food motivated. I will say they required a lot of attention and work, though, because. You know, with some animals, you know, you just give them like the the two feedings a day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. To to keep a lot of these otters occupied and focused, you had to go give them five five feeds a day. Wow. Sometimes and it, yeah, and so yeah, a lot of attention goes to the otters, and just every, um honestly everything in that mustelid or weasel yeah. family, wolverines, fishers.
0: Yeah. badgers,
1: skunks, all those animals are amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say a really bold statement. Oh, shoot. Mm. I don't know if I'm gonna say it. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm unedited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have to say that I think, like, the river otters are probably one of the most charismatic animals you could see at a zoo.
1: Oh, d- look. Okay.
0: Do, 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 I mean, don't you think if there's one... I mean, but it has to have, like, a nice underwater view, the waterfall, <clears> but I right. think they are probably one of the most charismatic animals they at a
1: zoo. usually... Are 100% the go-to for people. Like yeah. literally, Woodland Park Zoo. I, I keep I keep bringing them up just because it's the most you know yeah. n- known. Northwest Trek has a nice otter exhibit too, but Woodland Park. They took a poll of like the areas that people like to visit, right? Of, uh-huh. What's their favorite area? Mm-hmm. Northern Trail wins yeah. every single time. Northern Trail, you've been there. it's yes. where the where the grizzlies, yeah. the mountain goats, the river otters, and the wolves. They, that area is so beautiful and that underwater area where you view the otters next to the grizzlies mm-hmm. that's the t- that actually that award one award that exhibit won awards uh quite when it first opened um quite a few years ago i think it was it opened in like <clears throat> let's see late late 80s was it either 89 or was oh, it wow. early 90s Early '90s, yeah, it wow. was it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I actually have a picture of me as like a four or five year old uh, right next to the bears. And those grizzly bears, when I was five or six years old, I actually got to work with those bears. Ah, it's so cool! That was the coolest transition for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I I grew up with these animals, right? And when I got there as a keeper, there were only a few animals alive from that time, bears and. It's just cool to just, to see that and and uh, but and river yeah. otters. I love otters.
0: <laughs> and mind you, when I went, it was like well, it's like around Christmas time, but it was like oh it was like all misty and like Pacific Northwesty yeah. outside, dude. It was like oh, it was so <laughs> Pacific cool, Pacific Northwesty. That's what it was like. <laughs> well, dude, I'm out in Idaho where it is so dry. So like I was like oh, the trees and oh, it was so Beautiful. nice yeah i I would say river otters have to be the most charismatic okay how do i become a zookeeper how did you become a zookeeper
1: so basically i think those answers uh would kind of you know go hand hand in hand yeah yeah. um it's definitely a process so you first have to get your foot in the door somehow you know a good way to start is by volunteering somewhere Yeah. you know you don't have to volunteer at a zoo. You can volunteer at an animal shelter, a vet hospital, um, you know, a wildlife rehabber, things like that. You know, get your get your experience, your firsthand to see if that is the area that you would be, you know, that you feel as like you would, you know, blend with. Um, then your schooling, you know, that's it's a big deal nowadays. Like you, they won't really look at your application if you haven't, if you don't have the school. So college degree, usually a four-year bachelor's degree, Mm -hmm. um, uh, science or the arts, you know, um, and then internships. I I took an internship, and that basically is like your first practice zookeeping level. So I did an internship at Point Defiant Zoo, and I got my keys. I was walking around, feeding animals, all these different things, cleaning. Um, You need to have your basic things down cleaning is huge learning how to wrap a hose is huge even people <laughs> to this day still can't wrap a hose as <laughs> but it's okay what it's about fun.
0: chopping up diets my god <laughs>
1: oh, yes, yes diets diet prep i mean obviously that's one of your biggest parts of your job because it's yeah. i mean how else do you feed your animal right yeah that's why i mean if you don't want to chop diets up you know work with work with carnivores yeah I mean, but even still you just have to weigh meat oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely but, um, but yeah so basically you know you're gonna have to do a lot of uh a lot of free work and uh, that's pretty much what I did I did a lot of free work and I had my steps I did an internship uh volunteering uh, i had a zookeeper a position so it's like a you know the level below a zookeeper and then mm-hmm. you finally work your way up
0: yeah, and it's. It, I just want to also reiterate. And it really is. It is all who you know. I mean, I mean, it really is. I mean, yes, you need the the experience, and it is who you know.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely, I definitely can can some can agree with that. I think some of the places you know take a little bit of luck, and and uh, you do have to you do have to uh, interview well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do your kind of try to knock out your interviews because that's you know sh- let yourself shine. Don't just try to sound like a, a broken record, like with the same answers that everyone else is going to, like if, if I asked you about, you know, what is a cheetah, you know, put your, own fun, twist, <laughs> you know, put your own fun twist on it, you know, like, I'm. Um, which I feel like both of us can do that, yeah. but it, it we didn't just, le- we didn't just start out by knowing how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to train and learn how the best way to pass off information. Mm-hmm. You know, with stories and things, you know, and I think that definitely helps a lot of zookeepers with interviews, mm-hmm. like being able to call upon your own experiences that mm-hmm. you've actually had with that animal that they're asking you about. Like they, one of the main questions they always ask you is, how would you react if a so-and-so was out of the exhibit? Mm-hmm. You know, they just want to see where your brain is, where your thought process is and how you would handle, you know. What your steps are? All
0: right, Jordan, hit me. We have a polar bear loose. What do you do?
1: Oh God, I don't know. It's not even- <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really See, that's what me. I I would say. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think also though I think also Corbin that that actually helps you having so, a
0: sense of humor having like you yeah. know what I mean? if I said you know what and I'm not recommending anyone to say oh you know whatever the curse word yeah. but I bet someone would I bet someone would smile if like that happens
1: honestly man oof that's that so I think people don't really know this is uh, about polar bears specifically that they have this instinct. This insane predatorial instinct that is stronger than other bears—it's scary thought. And and personally, polar bear—I would need to know the layout of the exhibits. There's there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. Like, I, I know. know I'm where...
0: just yeah. Oh, a polar bear. Yeah. I I've that, heard that from someone else that that would be, else, that that'd be the most dangerous animals. I think that, yes. or maybe a chimp,
1: or a leopard. Oh God. Oh oof. Oh man, all of them, all of the above. Oh man. You know what? I think elephants up there too, depending, oh, depending right. on the elephant, but elephants are up there. Oh God. I don't even want I don't like thinking about that kind of stuff, oh, but sure. it's something you have to think about as a zookeeper.
0: Yeah. I mean, stay calm, cool, collected. <laughs> I don't know how you assure the guests. Everything's fine. Yeah. And mind you folks don't, I mean this stuff like this rarely happens in zoos or yeah. safety protocols are just, you know what I mean? They just, it's all
1: hypothetical, but we do, we, a lot of zoos have, uh, uh, protocols in place like you said we have the the methods to get you into safe places and things like that so please don't think this is actually going to happen no please don't it, it rarely happens very rarely
0: yeah you are more likely to be killed by a cow than any like probably 10 Honestly. times over than Honestly. any of this happening or killed by a bee or killed by killed killed in a traffic accident i mean my yeah. goodness i mean this is like so depressing we're talking all about right this. Okay. okay yeah so okay so back on to polar bears getting loose no uh i'm just kidding that is yeah so okay so during the interview kill it have personality those are some good tips i would say also yeah to have the personality i think you should also shine on how well maybe you work with others what do you think
1: Oh, that's that's huge. I, I just if you f- can find a way to say it without sounding like a automated response again, because not everybody can work with others. And I feel like that that can change where they put you, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like with me, I get along with with just about everybody. I, I, at uh-huh. least I at least I feel like I do. I, I don't like have anything against anyone. I, I like people, mm-hmm. which is not the biggest zookeeper trait. Um, no, no, because a lot of
0: people get into the field because they just want to work with animals and they're right. shocked that you have to work with people even more yeah. sometimes. Yeah, because
1: there, there's, there's a lot of introverts in this in this field, oh. you know, and and but definitely working with others is a huge advantage because, you know, you can share your information with your coworkers really easily. You can have conversations. You can plan things out for your animals which is way, just way better.
0: Yeah, yeah. So 100 percent that communication skills. Perfect. Oh, I really like this one. What uh actually, okay, what's the hardest part about being a zookeeper?
1: Uh The hardest part about being a zookeeper um is compassion fatigue. Um meaning you you get attached to these animals, you know, and and an animal becomes sick and you feel as though you you're not doing enough even though you 100% are you are responsible for keeping this animal alive and and seeing animals go and and having to make that call for quality of life is one of the hardest things that you've had that you have to go through as a keeper and and Corbin you're not you're not a zookeeper right now but Like, you have, uh, you know, your animals. Mm -hmm. Have you had to go through anything recently in that regards?
0: Oh, God, yes. I'm just, yes. and It's awful. I had my iguana, Godzilla. He chose... Oh, Godzilla! He chose the perfect day to die. He died Christmas Eve. So it was (laughs) was like, and I'm kind of making light of it, but it was like some freak accident. But, you know, um, that is, I think, the worst part of when you work with animals, and that's something that... Just happens. I've been in the working with animals for over twenty years, and it's inevitable. You're just going to have ones who pass away, and uh, it definitely affects you a lot. You know,
1: it 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 takes a toll on you when you start you 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 stop taking care of yourself because you go home and your mind is only on these animals that really need you, and you feel as though you're not doing enough, and it just it just eats you up. It just destroys you, and And it just—that's the worst part for me about being a zookeeper. Um, But I mean, some people like try to lie and say that you eventually get over it. Like you eventually, you know, get used to the used to the animals dying. Mm -hmm. You don't. You know, it just
0: comes with the territory, for sure. Yeah. You know, and if you want to be a vet, that's a, a zoo vet. Oh my God, I. My goodness, I interned with one for a summer at a zoo, and it was it was horrible. She was euthanizing animals yeah. left and right, and it wasn't – it sounds awful. She I mean, Just because the animals were sick, and it just – it was – so. <laughs> sorry, yeah, it sounds awful. I just realized left and right. I just oh realized – hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You so, can euthanize. You can euthanize. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You're no, good, no, you're oh, good. No, no. Hold on, hold on.
1: The animals uh, no, were, were sick. Not, we're not – we're not – we're not trying to trying to take light oh, in no. in euthanasia.
0: No, because not at
1: all. it's that's the right call to make a lot of times. But that's sure. again, like you said,
0: I did not a say zoo that is right. big
1: and yes. there's a lot of animals and sure. a lot of animals are dying and old and yes, sick.
0: I know I said that so wrong. So listen, okay. <laughs> no. So yeah. So yeah. You understand but what I'm saying? Is you know the animals were sick and it just it took a toll on her to where she just had so much fatigue, like you said, and it just was like it just it eats at you and i feel like a, a, being a zookeeper and i know i'm not a keeper but i have my own you know 30 animals so i feel like i'm 24/7 zookeeper i feel like when you leave the zoo you're still thinking about that animal it's like right. a still a 24/7 job right you're still yeah. concerned there's no you know, it seems like there's no, and you're days with off.
1: your animals all the time. So like that's, that's, they are with you all like, the time, all the, time. All the <laughs> time. There is no
0: breaks in the maxi household. No, there are some breaks, but yes, all the time, man, all the oh, time. Man. It's okay yeah. though. But like we get into it for the passion though, obviously right. not for the money. And you know, I just, yeah, I couldn't imagine my life any other way, but yeah, it's, it is, it's strenuous, man. It right. really is okay. So, are you ready for your next question? Yes. And I assumed you did this all day, but I'm gonna see what you what you say. Do you just get to play with the animals all day?
1: Yes. Good.
0: Good. <laughs> I got moving it. on. Yeah, no, moving on. Uh, yes, it's great.
1: <laughs> no, but seriously, no. Um, honestly, the majority of my of my day as a zookeeper, in percentages, it was like eighty percent cleaning.
0: Wow, I like that.
1: Okay, yeah, like eighty percent cleaning, Mm -hmm. and the rest of it, you know, was you know was you know diet prep, yeah, uh, animal training, Mm -hmm. um, you know, basically checking on. When you're a zookeeper, you have areas that you work in, so there's multiple animals you take care of. Mm-hmm. and you don't playing with animals is not really a thing that we do. We don't play, you know, we don't play with it at all unless you have a scheduled playtime with an animal that had to be that needed to be hand-raised because it was abandoned by its parent or mother wasn't mm-hmm. producing milk and it needs to expend energy. Yeah. Like I used to work with clouded leopards and we had these two cubs that their mom just abandoned them because, and, uh, they, you know, cloud leopards, parents, moms aren't very good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, you know, so we had to, we had to help hand raise these guys and they had a scheduled play time and that was to, you know, run off the steam. Cause it's, that's what they needed. It's what they would do in the wild. They'd run and play. And so we were a part of playtime, and so yeah, cool. that was fun.
0: That's so cool. I always laugh. I, uh, I've just thought of the <laughs> Columbus zoo cause they've had to like can raise some polar bears, you know? And I just, oh my god, it's so funny because you'll see photos and everyone's trying to look like all professional, wearing plastic gloves holding the bears. It's like get over yourself, like come like, on, it's
1: okay to have fun. Like, yeah, okay smile. Have...
0: They're always yeah. serious. You know what I'm talking about? The zoo. And I... I'm not calling out the Columbus Zoo. I'm just zoos in general. We always see these PR photos of like hmm, scientists and you know yeah. what I mean. Like, and it's yeah. like, you can smile. <laughs> Like this is cool as hell. You're holding a polar bear. <laughs> like this is no, really, you really know what cool.
1: What I noticed though, I, I noticed it's a lot of them a lot of those people that are that are in those photos tend to be uh, upper management.
0: Absolutely. For that photo,
1: um in the photo fo- and the, since they're management, I feel like there's even an extra layer that they feel like they can't smile.
0: I like managers who smile.
1: I've had person. a lot of managers that smile and and you know, one of my old managers, with Snow Leopard? Snow Leopard at when I was at uh, I won't say where, but Snow Leopards she was smiling, you know, yeah. and and they she just enjoyed it. Like you're, you need to. It's a happy moment, and you know, I, I was holding a beaver, a beaver, <laughs> beaver baby, like a beaver kit. Like, it's so well, because awesome. I actually this 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 baby this kit I actually saved saved him from from uh, he fell I I'd like to say he fell out of the den and couldn't get back in, but I think he might have been pushed out his oh, he wasn't he was like a small one his uh-huh. tail was kind of wonky oh uh-huh. i feel like he because he had trouble walking i feel like he may have i want to say he just rolled out mm. and was out in the pool by himself couldn't get back in so i had to get in there and scoop him up
0: how he just fit that in your hand
1: like, the dude was little he was yeah he was like this big oh he's like hamburger he size
0: back. oh a little guy i've only dealt with big beavers I'm serious. Yeah, big. 50
1: pound. Yeah. (laughs) Dude,
0: like mean, too. I mean, you know, they have those. They can can have (laughs) a Dude, yes, they can. 100%. Okay, so sorry we got off track. That's just how the show usually goes. But yeah, so smile. Yeah, so you don't play with animals all day. That's it. Yeah. I get that too a lot where people will see me a good example, like on the today show and they think like, Oh, that's all I do. And this is like, but it's like, I would say 95% of my time is cleaning and I like it though. I, I find it therapeutic. Do you find that too?
1: I I I'll actually have, I definitely have um, because you, you find your rhythm yep. when you're moving and like it, your, your, your mind shuts off to anything else, but what you're cleaning and what, for the most part, depending on depending on how stressed your mind is, because um, sometimes I would think about some 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 stressful thoughts yeah. while cleaning. But for the most part, it kind of just shuts off, and you just focus on what you're cleaning. And I, I do you do you have helpers help you clean? No. And, so that's why. That's why. I was wondering, that's why you have ninety five percent cleaning because you're yeah, by yourself with thirty I'm by animals? myself with thirty, but
0: I'll oh, tell you what. Goodness. It's always a joy when like someone comes down to say hi to me, like my wife or a friend will stop by, and I don't even let them do anything. It's just like I'm like, it's so cool to talk to somebody, like you know what I yes. mean? Like cleaning yes. up tortoise poop, and you know, yeah. usually I have. I'm serious. I just, no, it, yeah. yeah, and it's very rarely people do, but yeah, that's the majority of the time is is cleaning and. Do does your zoo allow your keepers to like listen to music or pot or podcast?
1: Yeah, they do. The while they're clean. Yeah, they um as long as usually most of the cleaning if that's that's on exhibit is done before the zoo opens. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so they'll play music, uh, but all the other stuff they have to clean while we're still open, um, is uh-huh. behind the scenes. Okay. So and they'll play music and stuff back there all the time. Music, podcasts. Um good. I told my coworkers listen to yours actually. Uh, oh, her name cool. is Kyla. Oh yeah. cool. So, so she might hear this. <laughs>
0: Thanks. Oh, hopefully. Thank you, Kyla for yeah. listening. That's so yeah. cool. I listen to music. The only time I take my music out is when I'm working with the alligators <laughs> or the big snakes. Cause it's just like, Interesting. I need to be fully, fully aware. Um, yeah. yeah, our to access our big snakes, I have to get through our alligator exhibit, and she's sometimes pretty spicy. So, but other than that, I always have my earbuds in, listen to podcasts. It's a great way to do that.
1: I was actually just thinking about that. There were a few a few exhibits that I wouldn't play music. What was? Um, that's I have to think about that one. I think uh, with the 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 bear. Oh God! Yeah. Because, well, the bears were out though, but still, I just didn't. I just didn't we had the the grizzlies were very sweet and i personally didn't don't feel like as though they they would have done anything to me but still they're bears man um and to see them up close i
0: feel like would you agree with me there's a difference being a zoo visitor and then when you go behind the scenes and you see them in their dens there's like there there's oh, yeah. there's a difference like i know yes. that as a zoo visitor you could see them behind a glass panel or a pane whatever yeah. but when you're behind the scenes in their den and you can just I don't know the, and smell and like the yes there's all of it. Dude, I'm getting like chills like there's this adrenaline when you when you yeah. see that.
1: Yes. Like uh, <clears throat> I remember when I first showed my wife when I took her to see the grizzly bears for the first time. But uh-huh. well, she that she loved them because and see I think she said that's that's her favorite animal encounter that I have provided for her. Wow. Um because she lo- I mean we both love bears and they're so sweet and gentle but big dude. and you can feel their breath, you can smell them. They – when you pass some treats, they – so this is like a peanut, right? Sure, sure. You give them a peanut. They just take it with their lips. Yeah. It's so Um, gentle. So gentle. And that is what throws some people off. You're not expecting this 10-foot bear, 10-foot tall bear (laughs) to do that.
0: Dude, can I I tell you my first grizzly experience? Yeah. I was – Dude, I probably was like eight or nine years old and we went to zoo camp and that was the first thing we did is they took us behind the scenes to see, the, like in their dens, and I remember I was like, oh, like, <laughs> like I was like, yep. holy crap! Like zoo camp, it was terrifying. It was yeah, awesome which, though. Which, which
1: zoo? Which see?
0: Zoo? See, that's the thing. So I don't want to call the zoo out. It was my local zoo. They would never, in a million years, take zoo camp kids behind the scenes. But that's how it was back in the day. We went in the mountain lion exhibits when they weren't on exhibit. We saw the grizzly wow. bear, and I'll never wow. forget. That was insane.
1: Well, you know, though, I, I will say this, though. I feel like a lot of keepers that I've worked with um, at multiple different zoos like are somewhat allowed to do things like that, you know, as long as they've no, been, but, but you
0: know, No, but like but zoo camp, though, if you're like a kid, they're not going to no.
1: send you behind the scenes at the grizzly. No, bears. not <laughs> zoo camp. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. not probably, no. Well, giraffe, I had a zoo camp, and but those are giraffes. We And I didn't take them inside and show it in the barn. yeah, yeah. Um, which the, in the drafts were secured outside, but sure, but still, I mean, it's not the same as the bear. That's, that's different. <laughs> Dude,
0: it was so cool. I wouldn't take it that's back awesome. for the world. Oh, heck yes. Anyway, that oh, was my first bearing kind of, I would never forget. I was like, Oh, these are a lot bigger. And it was right there. Like it was, you know what I mean? They're massive. Massive, massive, massive. Well, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I, I, dude, it would never happen again. Uh, so, I mean, we're nearing an hour of the conversation. Yep. What is your favorite part of being a keeper? And I know you're at a, I know you're kind of more now doing PR and kind of the spokesperson for the Cougar right. Mountain Zoo. But so, what is your favorite part of just working in the in the zoo field? I'll make it more general.
1: So, well, I mean, both actually. I can say zookeeper and um, what I do now. My absolute favorite part, you know, and, and even though I love my animals, you know, my favorite part is actually being able to educate people about animals. Mm-hmm. I love telling people, hey, I work with this animal. This is what it can do. Like, I love seeing the reaction on people's faces when I blow their mind with some mm-hmm. animal fact or if I if I break some animal myth for them and, and – in all these conversations that i've had with people and and you can see that they're taking it home like they're taking it it's taking something away and they want to actually help with conservation i've had a lot of conversations with people about hey what can i do to help and i you know i am not saying i'm responsible for you know some crazy big donation or something but Mm -hmm. i think the little bit that I've been able to do, and just talk to people about animals, a little bit like myself and, and you in, included, all of us, you know, wildlife spokespeople,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> what,
1: what, whatever we are, what we do is really creating empathy for animals in, in conservation, and I love it. That's that's what makes me happy. When I could go go to a go do a rhino talk, and the people in the crowd are returned visitors from a year ago and they can remember everything I told them last year. And and so that's when I have to think of uh, better things to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh no.
1: I have to switch up. Wait a minute. I've told you this fact before. Yeah, and yeah. that's why I love being able to gauge my audience like that. And that's my absolute favorite. I love working with the animals. I love animal training. I'm, I'm big on animal training, but I love the interaction I get with the visitors.
0: That was a beautiful answer. Thank but, you. <laughs> okay, now hold on. I have to hear though, now that we, okay, we said that, that sounds amazing. But what we're going to end with is the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard a guest say at the zoo. And you can throw me a couple because I know you <laughs> might have a few. So
1: I used to make videos about this. Oh, Probably.
0: yes. Well, your t- I loved that. I love yeah, that. I so- reached out to you on TikTok.
1: So those those videos I actually I actually took from myself from three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't tell anybody about that though.
0: Yeah, no worries. <laughs> don't worry about it. You're you know what? It's all repurposed. It's awesome though. You do it. Do it. No,
1: do it. but um, one of my favorite ones was uh, I'm not I don't I'm like making fun of people, but there was the one where I is just very confusing. So um, there was a duck in an exhibit behind me, and they said. Excuse me, is that a duck or a bird? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, I said, um, that's ducks, you know, that's that's the duck and it's it, ducks a bird. And I said, well, uh, I mean, I, I know, but I wasn't aware they were in the same family. And I said, well,
0: yeah, yeah nice, yeah.
1: yeah, and you know, and and. Oh, penguins! Uh, they said uh, there was the the penguins, the penguin exhibit. A lot of them had to do with birds for some reason. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was a penguin in an exhibit, and they had the little the little armbands. Are you gonna? The, the, oh
0: my God! I've heard this. Go ahead. I have know you heard this one. No, uh, this is the one I was gonna tell you. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, I can do a different one.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Do it, cause I've, uh, I've I've I've. This is my favorite one. It's happened to me. So, go ahead.
1: Um. So yeah. Are excuse me. Are those little things in their arms what are those are the, those are the id tags do those keep them from flying away yep and i said um no penguins can't fly and they were just like they had this, this, this <laughs> the most perplexed look on their face like like their mind was just blown My,
0: so <laughs> mine was mine was along the lines of uh oh, that is so sad that that zoo clipped those penguins' wings so they can't fly. Oh. <laughs> it was, so it wasn't, it wasn't, they were like feeling sorry for him. Like, oh, that is just terrible. What has oh, the no. world come to? That zoo is just, <laughs> the penguins can't fly in the zoo.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, it, it, those, those fun moments, but those are the moments that like, caused me to, to just try and educate people more. You know, like, it, it, one thing I do is, my wife always makes fun of me for this. Is if I'm walking past the hippo exhibit, to be, yeah, a, to yeah. be an example, and if I hear a comment that I know was incorrect, I uh-huh. will stop, turn around. Oh, you will, and I always do every single time, even if I don't work at the zoo. <laughs> oh my God, I, you're one of those, I Jordan. I go, no, <laughs> I, I do it in a fun way. I go. I always say, actually, my wife always makes fun of me because I say actually. um, Usually, usually it's only if I if I'm if I work there.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And lately though, I will say I've, I've been letting a lot go at other like if I if it's a zoo I don't work at. Yeah. I'll kind of just like I'll just sit there. But if they keep going and going and going and I'm standing right next to them. Yeah. I go well actually you know this is that and this is that. I go yeah. oh oh and, you know and like you can see that they're happy that I said something. So I'm not like ruining their moment. <laughs> or I have ruined some guys out on dates with Oh with no. I ruined their moment. Yeah. when they wanted to sound smart. Oh Those are man. The fun ones.
0: I've I have to stop myself. I yell at people. Do you? Yes. I <laughs> I love your response. Do you now? <laughs> yes. Oh, do no, you? I mean... 100%. I have like yelled at people before. I don't usually yell at people now with my older age. I'm like, you know, getting. Yeah. I'm in my 30s now. But yeah, dude, I would yell it because I would go a great example is one of my favorite zoos in the country is the St. Louis Zoo. Have oh, you, yeah. Have yeah. you been?
1: I have not, but I've Beautiful. seen everything to do on social media and I'm just like, wow. Like I, I have a couple friends that work there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude, it is phenomenal. But here's the catch. It's a free zoo, which means you attract all sorts of people around the uh, around yeah. <laughs> All sorts of creatures come to the zoo. Yeah. That was a joke. But, uh, yeah, I've, you know, I've yelled at people for, you know, either, like, throwing stuff into exhibits or yeah. yelling yeah. at, like, okay. the lions. Like, move! It's like, well, they're not going to. They don't like when you yell at them. I, anyway, yeah. so. Yeah. No, I,
1: honestly, I've done that, too. Like, yeah. like if something like that, I, I had to. Sternly talked to somebody about spitting, uh chewing tobacco. Oh. In, yeah, in an exhibit. I said, "Hey, look, man. You know, you can't. Don't. Why are you doing that?" And actually, this is the zoo I worked at too. And uh, I said, "Hey, why are you doing this? Um, Could you stop? They, that's, that's that's very bad for the animals." And he did it again. I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh um, man.
0: So that was a whole thing.
1: But how do yeah, you so- do? What do you do?
0: Because usually, like the security guards aren't. Th- I mean, what, are you gonna, <laughs> what are you oh God, do you, what do you do? Oh my Hey, look.
1: So, either, <laughs> so he. I, I said, "Don't!" I, I said, "Please don't do it again." He walks down a different exhibit to, and does it again. Mm. I said, "Hey, look! Either I'm gonna have to escort you out, or I have to call security." Oh. You know, and like, that was it. That was the last. He did it three times. I said, "That's it, right? You're done. Like, I'm taking you out myself if I have to." And then his family came in and was the voice of reason for 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 him. It was like, no why are you doing that? Such an idiot. And they were yelling at him and and they were like, they were just belittling him. But at that point, I had already called security. Yeah. And I I escorted them out myself and they were so mad at this dude. I was surprised that they, he just kept doing it. I think he was just trying to defy me. Yeah. You know, but, people people are people sometimes people are people we'll end it on that no uh, that,
0: <laughs> I've, I've had a, a very i know right people are people okay uh no thank you so much for coming on the show i appreciate it it was nice talking to you uh where can people find you if they are listening to the interview and I'll, i can put the links in the show notes
1: uh thank you corbin uh you guys can find me at jungle jordan 23 on just about every single social media platform instagram youtube facebook twitter TikTok.
0: hold on hold on on. crap okay a light bulb just went off i just got it i just got why you're 23 because of michael jordan right i just got it for for so long i thought why is he 23 there there can't there can't be more hold on i thought there can't be more jordans i swear to god i was like wait a second i got it i got it we just finished the michael jordan documentaries i got it
1: Great documentaries, by the way. Um, Great, but yes, Corbin. That
0: <laughs> I got, it. bro. I'm being honest with you. I I always wondered why is the 20. Does it doesn't make any sense. There can't be that many Jungle Jordans no, right. out there. <laughs> <laughs> shame, shame. Need oh, a shame belt for you. I, man. you know what? But... I can't. I
1: can't be the only person who
0: thought. I literally. I didn't think. I just. Was, um.
1: Yeah. I think. I think usually takes some people. Some people a while to get that because I mean. For those that don't know, I was named after Michael Jordan. Um, I did not know that. So. Yeah, my mom wanted to name me Jordan Michael Veasley. Uh, but okay. um, my dad said, no, I want his initials to be the same as, as mine. And so my sister, my and my dad all have the same initials. And okay. my, my middle name is Anthony.
0: Okay. So,
1: yeah. Very and, cool. So, but Jordan, that's, 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 that's where I get it from.
0: Yeah. What a cool, by the way, shout out to the documentary. That thing's intense. That was
1: epic. I I love everything. I'm so actually happy that he finally agreed to do something like that because they've been trying to do something with him for years, but documentary wise with him involved and they finally did it and it was perfect. It was, I love the ups and downs.
0: His drive too is insane. Like when you, when you think like, I mean, he's such a hard worker. I mean, just, yeah. you could apply it to anything you do. You're just like, man, this guy just, yeah, he was, he was it.
1: Every aspect of his life. Like, everything. not just basketball. He said, hey, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the best at it. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I loved him. And he, he did, you know. We're like so
0: talking like, about him like he died. <laughs> like, he's still, yeah, he's right. still with us. He's we loved. loved Michael Jordan. I love Michael Jordan. I love
1: <laughs> everything about him. But, yeah. you know, he's a character.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, his drive was just insane, but perfect. Okay, so Jungle Jordan twenty three, got it. Can't number twenty three. Well, he did change his jersey though, so that is something I do know. But he, about. but
1: he went back. He it's went great.
0: back. He had to. So- It just wasn't good.
1: You you won't see any 45s on my accounts.
0: I'm going to do a Corbin Maxi 45. (laughs) (laughs) Just just because. Just because I'm going to do a 45. I'm going to do it. Uh, It's so funny. Okay, do you have any last-minute words uh, of encouragement or advice, basketball tips?
1: You know, I, I actually I think some people don't really know this about me, but I do play basketball as well oh, okay. and I was fairly decent. Um so if oh, you okay. want to play basketball with me, let me know. Um, but words of encouragement, stay safe, stay healthy, you know, cuz this we're living in a very scary time right now with everything going on, you know, just just don't put your families at risk, you know, unless you absolutely have to get something done. But, you know, just take care of yourselves.
0: That's good. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I laughed. I, uh, we learned a lot about you. I don't even know. Do we even know how many questions we got through? I don't even
1: <laughs> I mean, probably like six, but no, but I mean, I, I think we, we had a, this was a great talk. Like I, I, I enjoyed yeah. talking to you. Yeah, because like, we've we talked on the phone, but again, this—I can't believe this is our first time face to face here. So. First time,
0: first time. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, you know, I'm happy. I feel like there's going to be a lot of insight in this, and I think it's going to give you know listeners some really good value. So,
1: thank you for having me, Corbin.
0: Awesome. Talk to you later.